Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me as we take a look at the astrological energies from December 28th until January 4th, 2023, as we close out one calendar year and begin another. So in today's show, we're going to look at the energies that we are moving through into the new year, as well as perhaps reflect on some parts of your life or some parts of your energy that have really evolved and grown this year. As I was preparing for this show, I noticed that one of the strong themes over the next week has to do with Venus. As Venus is in Capricorn and will move into Aquarius, and we'll talk about that in today's show, but she is quite active this week, and she also was a strong energy as we began 2022. So when you think back to last December or earlier in January of this year, we had Venus retrograding Capricorn, and that was quite intense. There was a lot happening within us, around us, that we were moving through as we were invited into more layers of our consciousness that relate to our self-value, our personal worth, what we want to create and manifest in the world and in our lives. Venus retrograding Capricorn was also showing us our fears, our own dark shadows or hidden parts of our psyches that we're ready to evolve as well. And this is actually a similar energy signature that we are ending 2022 on as well. And that's because on December 31st, Venus will be conjunct Pluto in Capricorn at 27 degrees and revisiting these themes that first came up earlier this year. And so there's a lot going on with Venus. And I feel like that's very important for us to know because it pertains to a grander cycle that is happening and unfolding on the world stage and within each of us individually. We have the sun in Capricorn right now. We have Mercury in Capricorn stationing retrograde starting December 29th. And then we have this Venus in Capricorn as well, conjunct Pluto. So there's a strong energy in Capricorn. And typically we think of Capricorn as the energies in the world, the energies of structure, business, corporations, governments, the energies of leaderships. CEOs, authorities, elders, people we look up to. And as we know, in recent years, all of this is falling apart. It's being renovated. It's being deeply challenged at its core level. And it's also revealing to us more hidden truths. And that is one of the gifts of Pluto and Capricorn is that it shows us what's been happening under the surface. So when we look at all of these energies together, when we look at this strong focus on Capricorn, it's important to remember that these are the energies evolving within you at a personal level, within your own soul's essence. So our souls are always energetically alive. Our souls are pulsing with frequency and light and connected to all that is. Our soul's energy frequency is very much alive in the cosmos and then and when we volunteer to take a body and come into 
this particular lifetime and this timeline, then we are basically taking a sample, a very small portion of our full energy to experience in the physical realm. And as we do so, our energy is still evolving. Our soul is learning, growing, pulsing with life and really expanding its own consciousness and understanding of energies. And then here we are in the physical world and we're experiencing these energies internally, although we might first identify them or see them externally. So part of our responsibility in this lifetime, and especially with Capricorn energies, is to remain in our personal sovereignty, our authority, and to look at what energetic structures within you are being deeply renovated. And when we bring in Venus, that conjunction to Venus in Pluto, that energy of really loving ourselves, our confidence, our understanding that we are worth it, we are loved. Then we're activating new levels of consciousness within us that rise up, that rise up in our frequency and in our understandings of what we can manifest and create in this life. Venus is also a creative life force. She wants harmony and personal expression. She wants to receive and be loved. She wants to experience prosperity, manifestation, abundance, all these beautiful keywords that we know, but we have the potential to activate them and to really live from that space. But if you have any fears, limitations, or other belief systems that shut down those parts of your soul's energy, your soul's essence, then that is what Pluto brings up. So as we close out this year, stay very mindful of this messaging that's occurring within you. Look at what prosperity means to you. Look at what it truly means to accept and love yourself, all shades of your energy, all parts of your expression, and to know that all of that is what makes up your wholeness and your fullness. But Pluto has been working with this Venus to also deconstruct and tear down the energies of lack or of poverty consciousness, the areas of your energy that haven't fully stepped into their power. So we have a strong signature here of being powerfully honest with ourselves and understanding how you are ready to evolve something within this Venus energy that you've been learning throughout 2022. And again, that's because of how she started this year retrograde in Capricorn, and now she's ending this year with an exact conjunction to Pluto in Capricorn at 27 degrees. When she was previously retrograde in Capricorn, she had three big, intense conjunctions to Pluto. And that actually started in December 2021 and was an energy that carried into 2022. So there could be something that you could reflect on, look back on and understand. Look at how I faced some fears. Look at how I stepped into more of my power or a higher belief system, a new, more evolved belief system 
that honors my energetic manifestation abilities, that honors that I am powerful. I do have the right to live a beautiful, abundant life. And this could also bring up for you perhaps some things you weren't ready to look at previously or some things that maybe you're still working through, some fears you're still facing or revisiting, in which case it would be right on time when Venus is conjunct Pluto. So this is a strong energy here as we end the year because we're meant to assess how far we've come and what we've come to understand about Venus themes in our lives. So Venus definitely relates to feminine energies, receiving and feeling loved, your own self-worth, how you feel worthy of receiving money, how you feel confident expressing your creativity, your uniqueness, and your energy in the world. Venus also relates to relationships, partnerships, lovers, people that you open up to, you share your heart with, that you want to create a stronger connection with. And these could all have been very strong areas of growth in your life. It also could be that you have been learning and healing through these themes and basically stepping even more into your power and standing strong in what you know is true for you in relationships, in connections, in partnerships. Because Capricorn wants us to honor our mastery and Pluto in Capricorn holds the energy signature of what you have experienced across multiple lifetimes in these areas of your energy. So repeating themes, karma, consequences, past choices, things that you've been through that maybe you're looking to evolve even further. So definitely a strong energy here and one that carries us into 2023. Now, before Venus has that conjunction to Pluto, she does meet up with Neptune in Pisces at 22 degrees. That happens on December 28th. So first she meets up with Neptune in Pisces, which is about a relief, taking a break, doing something that is enjoyable and isn't perhaps overly thought out. Neptune and Pisces helps us detach and go with the flow, and there could be something enjoyable that comes up. Then on December 31st, Venus makes this exact conjunction to Pluto and Capricorn. So we're meant to close out a lesson, a chapter, something pivotal in ourselves that we've been working through in 2022. Then, as we move into 2023, Venus enters Aquarius on January 2nd and then makes a sextile to Jupiter in Aries at one degree on January 4th. So we have potentially energies coming up that are quite big here that are designed to evolve us. And as Venus moves into Aquarius, she is able to see the bigger picture. She's able to connect with more of where she wants to go next, even what she wants to do differently. Perhaps there's even openings here into something new and fresh you want to try, something that also shows you more of how you desire to 
connect with others in your world. And because Venus in Aquarius is independent and quirky and avant-garde, often quite stylish, there could be some new things coming up here that are inspiring you in how you want to move forward in the new year. There could also be the energies coming in that relate to these feminine expressions, especially when we look at how Venus in Aquarius loves to try something new that relates to the authenticity of who she is. And I feel like what we're seeing here is also more about authentic soul tribe connections. It feels like this energy begins the year to open us up to new people, new acquaintances, uh, new energies where we have something in common, where there's a common thread, there is something that can unite you with others, whether that is a shared passion or topic or something you're working on that you just love doing. It's almost like the first week of the new year wants to expand us into new parts of ourselves and then you might just be surprised at who you meet or who else shows up who shares that same interest. So I feel like there's a very interesting energy shift as we go into 2023 because we are understanding more of how we want to live our lives and where we're not going to settle, where we're not going to compromise our energy or hold back who we are now in order to create connections. It feels like more authentic connections are ready to come forward and to come in simply because of everything we've learned about who we really are. So in addition to Venus having a big week, we also have Mercury stationing retrograde in Capricorn at 24 degrees. Now I just did a podcast episode for you on Monday, December 26th, discussing these themes and energies even more because we are beginning the new year with this energy. There are multiple planets in Capricorn, as I mentioned, and this is a time to intentionally review and reflect. It's a time to learn from our previous experiences. It's time to look at, well, what could I do better? What could I do differently? What would result in a better payoff or outcome? And that could be one of the higher ways to use this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, where we look back and reflect, but we do so honoring what we've been through and how we've grown and taking the best of it forward. Looking at the fact that not everything happens as we desire or plan, not everything plays out as we would like it to, but there's always something to learn. There's always ways to grow. And if you take that forward, if you're willing to commit to your own growth even more, to learn from the cycles, the choices, the words, the actions you've taken, this is where you remain in your highest power. Because of course, part of the human journey is that we experience all energies within ourselves. We experience the parts of ourselves that are the lower expressions, right? When you're having a bad day, when you're in a bad mood, when there's things that you're overwhelmed by, or you're really in your feelings. You know, we have a full world of energies within us. And then there are the higher expressions as well. 
So we're learning how to manage our energy more responsibly and effectively, especially in Capricorn season, but also with a commitment to honoring what is really true for you and to stand strong in that, to be in your power and your sovereignty without needing others to acknowledge it or recognize it necessarily. Sure, that's a wonderful blessing or a great gift to receive, but ultimately we're learning how to be stronger, how to fortify our own spine or our own backbone, so to speak, so that we can really show up with the beauty and strength of our soul's essence. And that's one way to look at this Capricorn energy signature is that we are walking in the world as a human being, but we are these bright souls that have so much energy to work with and we are mastering various themes and lessons in this lifetime. And Capricorn supports us in that focus, that focus of your soul mission, that focus in what you feel is your purpose. Also, figuring that out, figuring out what is my purpose? What should I be doing? with my life? What kind of job or occupation do I want? These are big questions. And it's interesting to note too that these are even bigger questions because of how they define our modern lives. How what you do for a living seems to be very important, right? It establishes some type of status for you. It really reveals more about your talents, your skill set, your abilities. What you choose to do professionally is how others see you. They might see you in that role before they know you personally. And there are so many ways that we are identified by our jobs and our careers. And it's very fascinating to look at that from a historical perspective, where that was certainly a big part of the industrial age and a big part of how we have been conditioned to live in our modern world and what it means to structure our day. I mean, we all have in some way this expectation of, well, I'm going to get a job. I have to work nine to five. I have to do something to make money to pay my bills. All of these things are just part of our lives these days. But then it's interesting now as we move further into the age of Aquarius, which is the energy following Capricorn and how all of that is being revolutionized, how what it means to work or what it means to have a work day is being rethought. It's being deconstructed. And that is something that is going to become even bigger as Pluto moves into Aquarius in March 2023 and then returns to Capricorn and then fully enters and stays in Aquarius in 2024. So we're moving into a new understanding of what it means to live a good life. And I feel like part of what we've been moving through, perhaps even at a subconscious level, is getting clearer about what that means for you. And so when we look at how Capricorn is about tradition and legacy and commitments and responsibilities, as we move further into the age of Aquarius, those things become disrupted. Those things are challenged. And so you look at how now it's easier than ever to have a side hustle 
or to do something online and not go into an office, how the digital age and social media has really transformed professions and careers and what it means to connect with your clients, your audience, your customers. All of this has become the new normal and all of this is going to be part of what we further experience as we move into more of the age of Aquarius energies. This also means that things we never thought could be a profession is where you can make money, where you could do a job that maybe previously was scoffed at. Like, how can you expect to make a living if you have a college degree in basket weaving? And it's like, well, joke's on you because I'm on Etsy. My baskets are in demand. I'm shipping all over the world and everyone wants more of what I'm creating. So there's this wide open playing field now where you don't have to stay on one traditional path. There's things that we are opening up to that we can create for ourselves to live a more authentic life and to be the best damn basket weaver ever on Etsy. So this is exciting, right? This is where we're breaking down paradigms. This is where we're challenging the status quo. This is also where it can be so confusing between generations, right? So if you grew up and you thought, okay, I have to get a college degree and then I go into a company and I'm going to stay at that one company for 40 years. Well, that isn't even the case anymore, as we know. That is not a realistic expectation in this day and age. And there's many factors that go into that. But energetically and astrologically, it's because these Aquarius energies are showing us where we can be more free, free in our talents and our gifts, free in sharing our authentic energy and how to make a living at it. I've shared with you before, especially on some YouTube videos that I've done for you about I never ever thought I would be a professional astrologer. It was the last thing I ever chose or expected. I did it behind the scenes for years. I wasn't even public about it for a very long time. In fact, my public platform that I started back in 2011 really originated with my books and my spiritual teachings. I have 10 books that I wrote before I wrote a single astrology book. And when I connected with my awesome publisher, he was like, I've seen all these books, but you haven't written an astrology book yet. And I was like, I know it's because that wasn't how I started, but that's where the universe guided me. That's where the universe led me. So it was very unexpected. And of course, it wasn't something that I thought would be my profession. But I feel like that could be a common theme for many of you who are starseeds, lightworkers, empaths, healers, pioneers. You hold a very unique energy code that could only come alive and blossom after certain astrological energies shifted and came onto the planet. And that was certainly the case between 2012 and 2015 when we had seven squares between Pluto and Capricorn and Uranus and Aries that really broke up things, that really brought in those fresh energies of Uranus and Aries, new inspirations, new motivations, new parts of ourselves drastically awakened when Uranus went into Aries. And now that Uranus 
is in Taurus, it's showing us more of how to make money, how to establish a life that is truer for you, and how to actively engage your unique frequency to live from that space. So we are moving through powerful energies here that are shaking us up, that are asking us to not hold back. Don't deny your gifts. Don't think that you have to hide them or suppress them anymore because now is the time when the planet needs these differences. We need the diversity. And yet that brings up even more for us to learn how to grow and how to work with these huge new energies that are awakening within us. So this is important to note as the year begins because this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn can also bring in the nose. No, I don't want that anymore. Never mind, I'm not going to do that. I wish I didn't have to sign that or I wish I didn't agree to that. It's where you could be very mindful of your commitments, your contracts, your arrangements, you know, what you already have in place and now you're rethinking it. Maybe you're reevaluating it and wanting it to be short term and of long term. So this is where we're taking an assessment of our life and really honoring more of where we're at so that we can move forward from that place instead of moving forward from our same old status quo conditioning or the programming that we thought would lead to a successful life. Capricorn wants you to live a successful, satisfying life where you feel good about what you contributed, you feel powerful, you feel like it really mattered. And this is where we are looking at this within ourselves. That's a big part of what Pluto and Capricorn has been demolishing and taking apart since 2009. So 2009 until 2024 is Pluto's journey through Capricorn. And for all the ways we've discussed what is changing in the world at large, bring it back into yourself and look at what has changed within you in the Capricorn areas of your chart. Because during Capricorn season, these themes become more alive. You start to see them more. You feel them. You tap into them. You're sensing them and feeling them in a way that could even surprise you. And this is where the sun in Capricorn shines a light on areas of your purpose, your work, your gifts, your talents that maybe you didn't see before. And you're saying, oh, maybe I could do this now. I've put in my time and energy. I've earned this. Capricorn always honors where we have invested in the energy and the knowledge in the experiences. And then Capricorn says, yeah, you've been through this. So now you can do something with it that serves a purpose that's useful. And the higher octave of Capricorn is in how it can benefit, guide, and offer something to the world at large. It's where you can be in what you're good at and know that that connects and makes a difference in some capacity. It's useful. It's beneficial. It has a purpose. And it also brings about something that is gratifying. Now, the sun in Capricorn is going to square Chiron in Aries at 12 degrees on January 2nd. 
And this could be a square that accentuates more of what you've been healing and feeling as Chiron has moved across this part of your chart. So meaning that square from the sun in Capricorn is asking you to detach. Don't take it so personally. Don't take on what isn't yours. And there could be something that comes up that challenges you because the square is a pressure point or a tension. It could even feel like you're learning how to trust yourself in a new way. And there's things that could even be triggered here that take you back, that take you back to a previous version of yourself. And the sun in Capricorn wants you to check in and honor who you are in this moment, to not let something pull you back into a previous response or reaction, to not have something pull you back into maybe old emotional wounding or something you've already worked through. The sun in Capricorn says, remember where you are today. Stand in today's energy Even as things come up that could feel like a bruise or a boo-boo, you're able to work through it often faster and even with a new level of detachment to not take it personally and to, again, not go back into a previous area of yourself that you've actually healed. So do keep that in mind. Again, that happens on January 2nd. We're also still moving off of the energy of the Capricorn new moon on December 23rd, which was also the same day that Chiron stationed direct at nearly 12 degrees of Aries. So there is an ongoing theme here between the Capricorn areas of your chart and the Aries areas of your chart, as not only is Jupiter now direct in Aries, Chiron is now direct in Aries, but Jupiter has returned to Aries as well. So we have new Aries energy that we're working with, healed Aries energy. A sense of self that could feel stronger, clearer, more vibrant, more energized. And when that works powerfully with the Capricorn energies, we can feel like we're ready to take on something new. We're ready for a new adventure. Let's get this going. What's the plan? What's the direction? What steps do we need to take to get there? And the Capricorn energy supports that planning and understanding what is required to achieve a particular result. So I feel like there is something invigorating here, even if there's some bumps and bruises along the way or things that perceive to slow you down. There's this push from the universe for us to keep going forward, to honor how far we've come and to know that it is a new energy cycle that we're beginning. It's not simply a new calendar year, which is separate from the astrological energies. But of course, that's how we track the energies in our time and space fields. But what we're seeing is that Jupiter entering Aries again at the same time as we had the winter solstice, the Capricorn new moon and Chiron stationing direct means it's really time It's really time to move forward. It's time to even push yourself to take a risk, to try something perhaps that even gives you a sense of 
excited butterflies. You know that feeling where you want to do something new and maybe it feels really big or impossible at first, but you're just so motivated that it's okay if you're a little nervous or you have some anxiety about it. Mostly there's this undercurrent of excitement and motivation. And so that would be something else to tap into and to work with, especially as you're determining what you're ready to change during this Mercury retrograde season as well. We still have Mars retrograde in Gemini for just about another week or so. This Mars will station direct in Gemini at 8 degrees on January 12th. So you could also feel that there's a lot going on in your head that you haven't put into action. And that's part of Mars retrograde in Gemini is that we could almost feel like our mental energies are amped up and circling and spinning, all these ideas, all these things going on, and yet there isn't a sense of actual movement. There's a sense of the mind is spinning, but the body could almost feel paralyzed. It even could feel like analysis paralysis, like to look at what am I overthinking here? What is going on within me that I haven't released? And because this Mars is moving so slowly in January, this would be a good time to intentionally let out your thoughts, write it out, talk it out to yourself, go for a walk and talk to yourself, you know, whatever you need to do to move the energy out of your brain. Because there can be a lot happening that even can be distracting. And because the energy feels very circular, I'm getting the image of doing donuts in the parking lot. It's like just spinning and spinning and spinning your wheels, but not going anywhere. You want to make sure and run that energy out to move it out, even if it's not time or it's not the best time to take action on it yet. So Mars retrograde in Gemini moving so slowly into January It starts the month at 10 degrees and then it moves to 8 degrees in the middle of the month and then will end January at 10 degrees. So Mars only moves 2 degrees this whole month. So watch that in yourself. Even look at your own adrenaline or your own responses or reactions or anything primal that comes up in you because it could feel like you're sitting in it for longer. It could feel like you don't know where the energy needs to go. But I think that's one of our assignments in terms of being consciously aware of ourselves is to actively move this Mars energy. And it's actually very important to do so physically since Mars rules the body. But because it's in Gemini, which rules the mind and the stories and everything going on in our heads, there's something about both your mind and your body need to be moving this denser energy. Working with dense energies is one of our ongoing energy assignments where we're learning to tap into where we feel that heavier energy. Maybe it's a challenge, a limitation, something weighing on you. Whatever you're feeling is dense and heavy in your life, in your chakras, in your energy. You can visualize light codes coming 
in and infusing that density. So if you were to picture, let's say you picture one of your chakras, not as a spinning wheel, but as a very dense square. And it just feels like it's stuck, like it doesn't have life force, it's not moving, it's very heavy. You can imagine then and visualize that there is blasts of energy here, blasts of light coming into that square and opening it up, alleviating the density, expanding it, getting it moving, getting it flowing. And this would be something you can do in any area of your life. I mean, even in a workplace or in an email or anything, anything truly, if you visualize a download of light going into that particular place, it can help with the blossoming of the energy as well as breaking up what is stuck or stagnant. So this is just one suggestion, and it could feel like something you're ready to practice regularly, especially with both Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde. There can also be a sense of greater responsibility, what you need to take care of, what's in front of you right now. There could be things that you're dealing with that are very financial in nature, you know, big financial changes or decisions or taxes. There could be things coming up as well that just weigh on your energy in an uncomfortable manner. But remember that you can always inject a lighter energy into anything. And this is, again, part of our ongoing energy assignment. Part of the ways we can do energetic work and be in our power is to understand what we're capable of when we work with things at an energetic level. So understand, too, that this is where you can invite in spirit. You can invite in your ancestors, your spirit guides, your angels, your cosmic support team, whatever you connect with. You can ask for help. And that isn't always something we think of doing in Capricorn season because Capricorn is often about, I've got to do this myself. I've got to take care of this now. It's all on me. So look at how you can always ask for energetic support and that alone might help you glide through more of these heavier energies if you're feeling them. So I hope this helps you work with the new year energies as they come in to understand more of what might be coming up for you through the Mercury retrograde as well as the strong Venus energies that are happening I also hope that you feel very strong in your own energy as we move into 2023, that you're really recognizing what you've been through, what you've healed, what you have moved through that powerfully matters. And it's interesting because there could be disconnects within our human self and our soul essence, meaning there's things that could be huge for you at a soul level. There could be breakthroughs you've had, some very deep karmic lessons that are over. You could feel how much you've shifted and grown and changed. And sometimes we as humans, we know that, but we're so caught up in everything else going on around us. We have the next thing to attend to, or we're looking at what's going on on our phone. But know that the energy we have evolved on the planet in 2022 was very significant and big. 
And that's part of the ongoing theme of this decade, where we're going to keep blasting through some big energies and working with them. We're moving through very rare cycles here, but this is what we signed up for because we knew we could handle it. And I also feel it's because we knew we would be doing it together, that we would connect with others of same frequency and vibration. We would connect with other light workers and star seeds and healers and those who are committed to doing more energy work on the planet. So we are beautifully supported in these cycles and know that whatever you have moved through in this calendar year has absolutely mattered, especially at a soul level. And please know that I'm so grateful to connect with you through this language and energy realm of astrology. I'm so grateful that we are all in this together, especially in the higher realms, that we are working together to evolve this planet in powerful ways while we also are doing our individual soul work at this time. So I'm so excited to connect with you as we move into 2023, a huge year of astrology energies, and we will keep discussing it. We will keep moving through it together. I will keep doing this podcast every Monday and Wednesday, and I certainly hope that it continues to offer you insights into perhaps what is coming up in your world. Thank you so much for being such a pivotal and powerful part of my 2022 I am so grateful that you and I are on this journey together. And as always, I look forward to what we will continue to evolve as we move further into this decade. Please note that I have a bunch of videos on YouTube discussing more of the energies of 2023, as well as individual videos on your astrology chart, focusing on your five personal planets, your sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, because these are the energies of your self-identity, of your needs in this lifetime. These are the energies that immediately create who you are and what your soul signed up for. So please check out those videos and also please check out my book, Awakening Astrology, which also is a deep dive into more of the personal planets in your chart. So I will see you back here next year. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve. I hope you celebrate simply how far you've come. And I hope that you feel a sense of inspiration and possibility around what you can create in the year ahead. You can find all of my astrology courses and programs over at mollymccord.online. And as always, thank you so much for joining me. Wishing you a beautiful day ahead and I'll see you back here soon. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.